Listening to the Locked On Broncos podcast, hosted by Cody Rourke, your daily Broncos podcast. What should Denver Broncos fans expect from the return of Von Miller to the gridiron this upcoming season? Which game on the Broncos schedule is the toughest in terms of juncture and certain points of how the schedule plays out for them? Plus, can Draymond Jones be the next big breakout player? For the Broncos on defense this upcoming season, we break it down all in today's brand new episode, Lockdown Broncos, brought to you by our good friends over there, rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need, rockauto.com. As always, I'm your host, Cody Rourke, Senior NFL Analyst and Director of Video Content at Pro Football Network and Broncos Analyst for the Lockdown NFL Network. You can follow me on Twitter at Cody Rourke NFL. You can follow the show at Lockdown Broncos. And you can also subscribe here on the YouTube channel, Lockdown Broncos, for a daily video podcast in juncture with your audio listening experience and your favorite podcast provider, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the Odyssey app. But ladies and gentlemen, Broncos country, hope you're doing well today on this beautiful Thursday all across Broncos country. we got a lot to talk about on today's episode of the show, so let's waste no time. Let's get into the discussion right here, right now. Von Miller is expected to make his return this upcoming season to the Broncos. And last season, there was a lot of optimism. There was a lot of hope that Von Miller was ready for his best season yet. We watched the offseason training videos from him on a social media page. He took his training preparation. There were various journalistic stories published about what he decided to change up to help the Broncos get back on a winning track because ever since Peyton Manning retired, Von Miller was Super Bowl 50 MVP in that game. Denver has struggled to get to the playoffs. They've had losing season after losing season, and quarterback play has still been an issue. But one thing you can't say is that Von Miller has fallen off. Now, there was a a narrative in 2019. Von Miller finished the season with eight sacks, and that came after Bradley Chubb tore his ACL against the Jacksonville Jaguars in that week four matchup. So teams, from that point on, they really focused on double-teaming and triple-teaming Von Miller. And I broke that down in the Broncos film breakdown on YouTube uh, that entire season of 2019. Von was still playing at a very elite level, high motor, great edge discipline, pressure on the quarterback, but the quick-passing offense was something that stifled the Broncos' defense in 2019. And now, Von Miller in 2021, with a healthy Bradley Chubb and him being healthy and a defensive line and a secondary behind him on paper – That projects to be one of the top defenses in the National Football League. Obviously, the on-field product has to represent that this upcoming season, week one against the New York Giants. But what what should fans expect from the return of Von Miller? Because there's a couple of options we have to look into that are realistic possibilities. And I think the first off, we have to talk about the idea that there could be a potential slow start to the season by Von Miller. Now, Von, the last down of football that he has played in an actual football game, I'm not talking about practice, but the actual football game that he has played last was December 29th, 2019 against the Las Vegas Raiders at home. That's when the Broncos won that game 16-15. to Shelby Harris getting his hand up and deflecting a Derek Carr two-point conversion. Ironic, the Broncos would lose uh, the next year the same regular season finale on a two-point conversion. No Shelby Harris in that game. Obviously, no Von Miller as well. Uh, but there is a realistic possibility that Von could get off to a slow start. What did we see last year with Bradley Chubb? Bradley Chubb was coming off of an ACL injury. And for him, his last down of playing football was almost a year. So for him, he got off to a little bit of a slow start in terms of getting to where he wanted to be, feeling confident in himself. When you come off of a major ligament injury, right? It's different than when you break a bone, but a ligament 
takes longer to heal. And anytime you tear a ligament, you have to have surgery. There is a trust process that comes back into play. So for Bradley Chubb, we really watched him try to figure out how to get that confidence back. And Chubb mentioned it was Von Miller who really kind of got his head set on straight for him because Bradley Chubb had to be the guy in that pass rusher room with John Pagano. And Bradley Chubb was the man now. He was the leader because Vaughn, I mean, his season was done. He was, there was no way he could contribute outside of that mentorship and leadership role, which he did a phenomenal job of doing. So with Vaughn returning this upcoming season, it is possible because he hasn't played football in almost a year and a half that he might get off to a slow start. However, I want to throw it to the other reality. The other possibility is that Vaughn may not miss a beat at all. He might, like he never even left. And that's the thing too. The thing about Vaughn's training regimen, we talked about it leading up into the 2020 season. He ramped things up at a level that he has never done before because he says he can't keep doing the same things. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. He had to change everything. And his training regimen, I think, really challenged him, not only just mentally, but physically. And, and the year of 2020, we could say it was a year of distraction for Vaughn, just his circle. And he's seemingly getting everything in line now. He's about to be a father. That's going to change his perspective, obviously. That, that has more impact than any of us could probably know. If you're a parent, you obviously know what that's like. But for Vaughn, physically, his training regimen, he's kicked it up a notch. And he's still kind of putting that output out the way that he was last year. But he's approaching it in a different manner. He's not going to overly do things to where he could put himself in a position to get hurt. Now, for example, his injury last year was just designated really as a freak injury because he's super fast. He's super explosive. And our good friend Mario Vitanzi, who we're going to have on Friday's episode, Lockdown Broncos, here on the podcast, he talked to Michael Ojemudia the other day. And Michael Ojemudia had told him that Vaughn is fast, fast. Like He's never seen a guy that fast. And so for a guy like Michael Ojemudia, a young guy who came to the NFL, didn't get a chance to play with Vaughn last year, but got a chance to see a little bit of him in training camp. Now, OJ was hurt and banged up in training camp, so there were times where he was out and Vaughn was in. Uh, but now he's going to get an opportunity to play a little bit with Vaughn Miller, but he says that Vaughn looks great. So that's a good reality for the Broncos, and I think if you're a Broncos fan in terms of pass rush productivity in the defense, there's a strong chance that it plays really well this upcoming season. And then Vaughn's return also could create a lot of opportunities for guys like Draymond Jones, Mike Purcell, Shelby Harris, Bradley Chubb, Malik Reed, just the defense in general, because if Vaughn is coming in right away from week one and is just causing havoc, teams are going to adjust their game plan from week to week. That Okay, hey, we have to slow down Vaughn Miller because he's kicking our tail and then that's going to create those opportunities for those other guys to really come through. For Von Miller, when he had some of his biggest sack seasons, he really attributed a lot of that to Derek Wolf commanding some double teams. So Shelby Harris might be that guy that's going to see some more double teams, or teams are going to fo focus exclusively on trying to stop Von. So, you know, you can have your cake and eat it too. In the NFL, defensively, Vaughn's return, I think, is going to mean a, a, a whole lot to the Broncos' defense and maybe to the team in general, because if he could play the way that he's played at an all-pro level, this is going to be a team, I think, in my firm opinion, has a chance to go to the playoffs, even if they have mediocre quarterback play, if they have a strong rushing offense and a strong defense. Devers in a prime position to maybe knock on the door for a wild card spot, but that's a lot of speculation at this point of the offseason. But Broncos country, I want to know what your thoughts are on the return of Von Miller. How excited were you? What are your expectations for Vaughn? Let me know in the comment section down below here on YouTube and also on Twitter at Cody Work NFL at Lockdown Broncos. But coming up here in just a moment, we're going to get into a conversation with Broncos fans about what they believe is the toughest schedule for the team this upcoming season. What is the toughest point of the schedule? Is it in the middle of the season? Is it at the beginning? Is it at the end? Which games are going to be defining factors for the team? We break it down coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, folks, I have to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, Lockdown Broncos. That's our good friends over there, rockauto.com. And anytime something goes wrong with my vehicle, or if I just need a new part or a new accessory for my vehicle, you know the one place that I'm going to go 
to, that's rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business that's been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years, folks. That is reliability, that is accountability, and that is a tight-knit family unit. And that's one thing I always appreciate about rockauto.com. Any interaction I've had online, whether it be placing an order, whether it be customer support, has always been smooth. And that's why I rock with rockauto.com. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet for your vehicle. And whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, you get everything you need delivered directly to your door in just a few easy clicks. And best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and they are the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts elsewhere when you can get it at rockauto.com? So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or your truck. And right Locked on Broncos in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So that they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Now, in terms of strength of schedule, according to the Vegas odds on overall wins and losses, the Denver Broncos have one of the most favorable schedules this upcoming season on paper. However, I do throw caution to the wind. How a team did last year is not going to define how that team does this year unless they are absolutely, they have no major impact players at some of the most critical positions. And yes, I know you're going to throw, well, the Broncos don't have a quarterback. We have no idea what they have or what they don't have just yet. It doesn't appear as if they have a quarterback, but that could always change. So we'll see if Drew Locke can take the step, or if it's going to be Teddy Bridgewater, if it's going to be a trade, if it's going to be uniform. If they're going to call me up and say, hey, Cody, we want you to come play quarterback for the Broncos. You look, I'll take the deal, okay? I can't guarantee you that I'm going to put up Peyton Manning numbers, but I'm going to get the job done. <laughs> but anyways, we, we take a look at the 2021 schedule. Obviously, the schedule release happened last week, and we broke down the schedule in terms of week one, week 18. How do the Broncos start the season? How do they end the season? And I, I felt like it would be appropriate to talk about what is going to be the most difficult stretch in terms of game. Like, what, what part of the schedule is going to be the toughest for the Broncos? And I'm going to give you mine right now. I think in terms of the first half of the schedule before the bye, which comes in week uh, 11, I think for the Broncos, it's going to be that week seven road matchup at the dog pound against the Cleveland Browns. And the Browns last year were a really good playoff team. They were a good team. They turned it on towards the end of the season in a way where they needed to win games in order to make the playoffs, especially in that AFC North division. They did just that. But the Browns, they're reloaded. They're getting guys back healthy. They've added some phenomenal talent to the defensive side of the ball. What can the expectations be for them? And obviously, you know, Joe Woods, defense coordinator, former DC of the Denver Broncos, former DB coach of the Super Bowl 50 winning Denver Broncos. Uh, but outside of that, that's going to be the tough matchup that I have circled because it's a Thursday night game so it's a short week in terms of preparation and you're coming off of a home game where you just played the Las Vegas Raiders and anything that we've known about the Broncos and the Raiders matchups the last couple of years they've always been physical and they've always been really tight knit and close so a lot could change who knows what this team is going to look like at week seven or even in week six when they play the Raiders but I feel like a very important stretch one of the toughest junctures of that season especially in that first half for Denver will be on the road at Cleveland. Who knows what the weather's going to be like in October. It could be rainy. It could be windy. I mean, the, it varies. That That's what you're going to get in Ohio. But outside of that, just the, the matchups. I mean, we're talking about Baker Mayfield's ability as a quarterback. He's grown a lot. He really had a good season last year for them. I think Kevin Stefanski, as their head coach, has done a really phenomenal job of getting them and trying to change the culture around. And if you want to listen a little bit more about the Browns, listen to Jeff Lloyd of Lockdown Browns to hear a little bit about what they have going on. But defensively, I'm intrigued. The offensive talent is there, obviously, with uh, Chubb as the running back, Baker as the quarterback, OBJ, Jarvis Landry, Donovan Peoples-Jones. I mean, they have so many different options. Even Hollywood Higgins 
former CSU Ram product, they have all these options. So it's going to be a, a matchup, just kind of like week one, in my opinion, but I think it's going to be more electric and obviously it's going to be a primetime game. Denver's only primetime game, by the way. Denver's defense can match up really well with Cleveland in terms of talent for talent. I think it's going to be very even. It's going to be fun, and it's going to be probably one of those grinded out gritty games where whoever scores on offense, whoever scores on defense, that's going to be the turning point that's going to decide who's going to win the game uh, between the matchup between the Browns and the Broncos defense. So we'll see about that. Um, the other one, in terms of the second half of the season, I, I think there's that two-week span, and we saw a similarity this past season, but it's going to be week 16 and week 17. The Broncos, they're on the road at the Raiders in Las Vegas. They're on the road at Los Angeles against the Chargers. And anytime you have those divisional games, especially towards the end of the season, it is so critical that you take care of business. Now, you want to be in a position before your divisional games where you have a better win-loss record than a majority of the teams in your division. So if Denver's finding themselves sitting above the Chargers or the Raiders, they're in a good position. But at that point, when you have that week 16, week 17 matchup, your divisional record is going to determine whether or not you're going to make the playoffs as a wild card or maybe even in the division. Because Denver, in the final four weeks, they have three divisional games against the Chiefs, Chargers, and Raiders. They got to take care of business. That's going to be a very critical one. So we'll see where Denver's sitting at there. But for me, that's the most important realm because of the fact that division play, division tiebreakers, head-to-head matchups, all of those are at the most important juncture of the season because it's determining seeding for the playoffs, whether it be by division, whether it be by wild card, the additional wild card spot could open it up where we see three teams, maybe from the AFC North or the AFC West that are in the playoffs. So I've got my eyes on that. Those two weeks right there are going to be very critical. Anytime you play a divisional opponent, it's always going to be a tough game for the most part. It, it's usually close, the difficulty of it. There's a lot at stake in this game. So that's my thought there. So let's get to some Broncos fans questions here and their responses on Twitter at Cody Work NFL. They answered this question for me, and I'm going to share some of the responses here, starting things off with Michael Andrade. He says that the Browns game, it's a short week, and you have to travel on the road. I mean, that plain and simple, that's good enough right there. Chandler Hyler says, based on timing, the Eagles game may be a bit tougher than expected, in my opinion, because the schedules are tough in the middle, and it's the week before the bye. I love the spot of the bye, but guys could be a little overbruised coming through the week 10, coming off of games against the Washington football team, the Cleveland Browns, the Las Vegas Raiders, and the Dallas Cowboys, that week nine matchup on the road for Denver is going to be tough. They're going to have to take care of business, but they're going to play the NFC East division, which despite their record last season, they have some tough teams. I don't know about the Cowboys defense this year on paper. I mean, if it's projected as last year, they didn't get as much better. I mean, obviously the addition of Micah Parsons will be good for them, but that Eagles game will be physical. And that Washington football team game is going to be very difficult from a physicality standpoint from that Washington defense against the Broncos. So hopefully they can protect whoever's the quarterback and the Broncos can move the ball in terms of running it. And, and they're productive in terms of not turning the football over. That's going to be a big key, but I think also health too. I mean, we talk about it every year. I know it's cliche to talk about it, but here's the deal. If you can stay healthy throughout the season, the chances of you being more productive and having more success, I think amplify more so than anything else, because that's been the question. It's been the, the bug that we've been talking about with Denver is what if they've stayed healthy? What if this guy didn't get hurt? What if this guy didn't get hurt? I mean, that's been the story the last couple of seasons for Denver. I mean, we saw Vic Fangio's first year. He, you know, he had Von Miller and he had Bradley Chubb, and then bam, Bradley Chubb goes down four weeks into the season. And then you don't even get Von for 2020. You lose these guys, you lose Cortland Sutton. And we talk about how would have that impacted the Broncos offense with Drew Locke? I mean, all these different questions. So health is wealth. I agree with you. The middle of schedule. I mean, those first 10 games are going to be physical for the Broncos. I think starting from week four all the way to week 10, that's going to be the toughest mental stretch that we see for Denver. We'll see how mentally tough they are. 
are and obviously physically tough too. Can they go and get, can they win a majority of those games? If they can win, in, in my opinion, four out of those six games, Denver's going to be sitting really pretty for the rest of the schedule. And I think that it's very favorable for them the rest of the way from that standpoint. So we'll see there. Paul says Cleveland Thursday night. Daniel says, I like that. Or the Cincinnati game is on my mind for some reason. Yeah, I mean, who knows what Cincinnati is going to look like? I think last year with Joe Burrow healthy, they looked pretty good in spurts. They had these spurts defensively. They were playing really tough. They beat the Pittsburgh Steelers who were you know, just clowning everybody. And then you had Juju Smith-Schuster pregame dancing on the logo, so they came out and they blasted him, and they forced him to fumble the ball. So that, that Bengals team defensively, they've gotten better. Joe Burrow, if they can keep him upright, he's going to be good. And it's going to be a tough test for the Broncos at home. So I like that one. Cleveland's the common consensus here. James Harper says Baltimore early. Hey, that's that week four game. The Chiefs on December 5th. That's going to be the first matchup that Denver plays. And then Kyle Warner says the Chiefs late the regular season finale. Uh, who knows what the storyline is going to be? Is KC going to be at the top of the division? If they are, if they have a playoff spot locked up, they're probably going to rest their starters. If not, if it's going to be where the Broncos and the Chiefs, let's say the scenario week 18 is that both teams are really fighting for the division, which I know right now on paper, people say, no, they're not going to be fighting for the division. The Chiefs are the favorite. But if that is the case, it is going to be a fun and entertaining week 18 matchup that I can't wait to break down all throughout this season here with you, Broncos country. But coming up here in just a moment, we're going to get into a conversation about whether or not Draymond Jones can be the next big defensive impact player this upcoming season. But before we do that, folks, I have to tell you about the two other sponsors of today's episode of the show. That's our good friends over there at BetOnline and Built Bar with BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. With the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs going on, the NBA playoffs beginning, we also have the NBA playing games this week leading up to this weekend's playoff match. Matchup, BetOnline has you covered for all your sporting needs. So before the next pitcher tip off, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. And don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline. Your online sportsbook experts and our good friends over there at Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market. And did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor? They have coconut, coconut almond, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. So there is a flavor for everyone. I love Built Bar. I usually have one in the morning when I wake up. If I'm not going to eat breakfast, but I'm going to go work out, I'm going to take a bite into a Built Bar. It's going to get me through my morning workout where I sweat it all out and I have energy left over for afterwards. That's what Built Bar does for me. And also Built Bar that tastes legitimately like a candy bar because the bars are made in 100% covered in milk chocolate. That's a delight right there in comparison to what you get from other protein bars. Built Bar is my go-to, and I assure you it will be your go-to the moment you take your first bite. But not only are they flavorful, but they are healthy for you as well. They contain 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, and only 4 grams of sugar. So get your hands and your taste buds wrapped around a box of Built Bar today by going to BuiltBar.com using promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Com. And Broncos Country, as we get into the fourth quarter action of today's episode of the show here on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the Odyssey app, I just want to remind you, after this podcast, go check out the Locked On Nuggets podcast hosted by Adam Mades and Matt Moore. Denver Nuggets are set to host the Portland Trailblazers this upcoming weekend. They've got you covered on everything you need to know about key matchups and how the Nuggets can get out of the first round, even though they don't have Jamal Murray 
what can Nikola Jokic, the unprecedented NBA MVP in the eyes of everybody in Denver and in the national media, that's coming down the pike. Lockdown Nuggets has you covered. And also, the Lockdown Avalanche podcast hosted by Chris Maselli. As the Avalanche entered Game 2 of the Stanley Cup playoffs, what was the outcome? Did the Avs advance to a 2-0 lead or did the series tie up at 1-1? Check out Lockdown Avs for more on your favorite podcast provider. But ladies and gentlemen, getting into the fourth quarter action of today's episode of the show, we are in a crucial moment, the two-minute warning. We're talking about Draymond Jones and whether or not he could be the next big impact player for the Broncos on defense this upcoming season. And I believe that, yes, he can. And I've been a big proponent. I've been a big Draymond Jones supporter here. I've been very outspoken about what I think he can be for the Broncos. And these are just my sentiments based on what I've watched on film and also just watching him in training camp, just seeing how he moves. But Jones, he's expected and projected to be the starter for the Broncos at defensive end this year, opposite of Shelby Harris. And last season, he was expected to get the start until the Broncos traded for veteran defensive lineman Jarrell Casey coming over from Tennessee. And Casey started the season for the Broncos at defensive end. Draymond found himself in a rotational role. But in week two, When Draymond Jones rotated in against the Pittsburgh Steelers, he suffered a knee injury that would sideline him for three weeks. He went on injured reserve designated to return. So he missed the next three games. After the Pittsburgh game, he made his return against the Kansas City Chiefs where he had a sack against Patrick Mahomes. And he was just physical. I mean, his strong arm, was was dominant to a point where he could attack with his left hand or his right hand, push the tackle back, push the offensive line, whether it be the tackle or a guard, push them back into the lap of the quarterback, collapse the pocket around him. Draymond Jones is very strong, but he's also deceptively fast. So I think he's got a great combination of size and speed that will help the Broncos defensive line generate more success this upcoming season. And from that point forward, he would start in eight games in 2020 and he would finish the season with six and a half sacks, just in a rotational role, and obviously an eight-game start slate. But a lot of those sacks came when he was not even starting on the field when they had a different package and he rotated in. Draymond's role, in my opinion, can be amplified this upcoming season with the return of Von Miller. Having Von Miller and Bradley Chubb together, if both of those guys are healthy and both of those players remain dominant to the nature that we know that they can, Draymond Jones is going to see a lot of opportunities this season to have maybe a double-digit sack season. He had six and a half in limited action last year. Just imagine if he gets a full 18-game slate to be able to get that under his belt as a starter. I think his impact, we can project if he can stay healthy. I think 10 sacks is very achievable for Draymond Jones. Now, the thing that I want to talk about is Vic Fangio. He's been very high on Jones, and he was a third-round selection, obviously, in the 2019 NFL draft, selected 71st overall. In my opinion, I said at the moment he was drafted, I believe that Draymond Jones will end up being the steal of the 2019 NFL draft class for the Broncos this upcoming season when it is all said and done. There's still a big reality of that, and the sample size of what we've seen from Draymond Jones has been enough to say, hey, look, this guy's got it. And so I'm eager for your thoughts, Broncos fans, what you believe Draymond Jones can do. Like I said, I was really impressed with him the last two seasons, especially his rookie year. He got in in the in rotational role once again and also impressed. And in that limited action, he was getting to the quarterback. In 2020, he had 11 quarterback hits, and his impact of creating that pressure was enough to fluster quarterbacks a little bit. And if the Broncos can stay healthy and they can have that dominant pass rush on the outside and on the inside with great coverage play in the back end of that secondary, the sky's the limit for this Broncos defense. They could be the top defense. And I think that Draymond Jones, if Denver's going to be the top defense in the NFL, this upcoming season on paper, if it becomes the reality, I think that Draymond Jones is going to be a key player as to why that is the case. He's going to have that tremendous impact. So I believe that he's going to be the next big impact player for the Broncos on defense. And I think that 
for the nature of what I just described, when Von Miller or Bradley Chubb or even Mike Purcell, when Mike Purcell's healthy, I mean, he's so strong. And same with Shelby Harris. Those guys command double teams from the interior, whether it be the guard center. So somebody's always going to be able to come free at the quarterback. I think Draymond Jones is going to have that impact. And I think it's going to amplify the Broncos' success here this upcoming season. But Broncos country, I want to know what you think in the comment section down below here on YouTube. What are your thoughts on Draymond Jones and the potential impact he can have this upcoming season for the Denver Broncos on the defensive side of the ball here in 2021? But Broncos country, that will do it for today's episode. Lockdown Broncos. Here on your favorite podcast provider, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Odyssey, and in video format every single day here on YouTube. Make sure you hit that subscribe button here on the YouTube channel. Turn the notifications on anytime we have a show. It'll be sent directly to your feed. Make sure that you like and you comment for the algorithm. And I look forward to interacting with you even more, Broncos Country. You can follow me on Twitter at Cody Workenfell. Follow the podcast at Lockdown Broncos. You can like us on Facebook if you're on there. But stay tuned and stay locked in to your favorite team that you root for on Sundays, the Denver Broncos. Hosted by yours truly. We'll see you tomorrow for a brand new episode of the show.